0: Podcast called uh, Dub jellison Podcast. First ever type one diabetic in UFC history. Uh, doing fine, Dub. Nice to be with you. <laughs> like yeah. my tunnel vision and my periphery. I'm
1: like all field. Hey, you know how it is though Hey, when you're hey, when your team.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that. That's crazy. What's up, everyone? We're back with another episode of Dub jellison Podcast. Today, a very special guest joining me all the way from Japan, Deshaun Thomas. Deshaun, how you doing? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for joining me. I know we're kind of in two different obviously we're in two different time zones. It's kind of kind of crazy to connect from all the way over the world, but uh, uh we were just talking a little bit before we started. You tested positive for for COVID-19. so how are you feeling? Um,
1: I mean I feel I'm, I mean, I feel great. I mean, um you know it's you know, don't know how I got it, but um you know the only thing I lost is my taste and smell. You know that was a blessing. You know it wasn't nothing else. Um, and getting my taste and smell back right now. So, you know, just getting through it. You know, um, a lot of people have been getting it here and um, Japan, but um, all over the world. But it's something we're going through right now. Hope we get past it. And um,
0: you know, I'm, I'm feeling healthy and um, continue to quarantine right now. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, so, how many of your teammates are positive? If any, well, actually, uh, none of them. Um,
1: I'm pretty sure some of them before I came here in the summer, some did. But ever since I've been here, none of them, uh, well, except for one, probably one. I'm sorry, one player did. Um, but uh, other than that, um, when I got it, I was, obviously the team got tested and they came out negative, which that was a plus. But um, um, yeah, man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, I don't know if you know Sasha Stevanovich. Um, he plays for Purdue. He was the only guy on Purdue to to test positive in the middle of in the middle of the season. Um, so I don't really know how he got it. It's a obviously this virus is a weird thing. So uh, we're kind of figuring it out as we go. For sure, man. I mean, it's, it's it's crazy how it hit people different.
1: Um, you know, like I said, man, we all gotta just Uh, You know, be patient, stay clean, you know, try to avoid a lot of contact, wash your hands, and do all those good things. But uh, it's still out here. Um, Hopefully in this world it passed, but, um, you know, everybody just – we got to be safe. Mm -hmm.
0: And what are the guidelines like over
1: there? Like with uh, just the COVID or just anything? Um, Yeah, I mean, pretty much uh, they kind of like open things up a little bit slowly right now. At first, when the numbers went uh, up like a month ago, they had um, stuff was kind of closed down at eight o'clock. So you basically like had to really, if you want to order food, get go to the grocery store, you had to get it before eight. You know, just, um, you know, stuff like that. Stuff was really, it was like a curfew pretty much. Um, but, you know, this is a big city, you know, and a lot of the places got to stay open to make their money. And some places were still open.
0: mhm-. And what are the differences between like there and like I know we were talking last night about um about how Tokyo is kind of similar to to New York except it's a lot cleaner.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it, when you go in the city, it's, it's similar. They got the lights, you got it's it's a big um the way the streets the streets are, and then like the little corner streets is just like New York. Um, and it is cleaner in a way, you know, they. They keep their streets really clean. Um, you know, they have people out there cleaning up uh, a lot, um, you know, the streets and stuff like that. So,
0: you know, it's a, it's, it's a difference. It's a difference. It's a big difference for sure. Mm-hmm. And what about the food? Because you talked about, like, going to the grocery store. Um, I'm assuming they don't have, like, stuff that we have here. So, like, what's what's the food like over there? Is it all, like, is it all like, Asian-type food or do they have, like – all different kinds.
1: I got, I got pretty much got all different, all different kinds. Um, but their food is amazing, man. Like the Japanese food is so. The sushi was amazing. The uh, the rice, the you know, the China, the like not Chinese food, but Japanese food is really, really amazing. It's just it's it's different than when you go to the states and take a Japanese, go to a Japanese steakhouse. Like it's so fresh here, everything's so fresh. It's it's it's, it's so good, man. Like. You can taste the big difference, for sure.
0: I, know. I mean, that's one place I want to go is Japan, for sure. Like, I, I just went to Panda the other day, and it was it <laughs> flapping. But it listen, like, 10 <laughs> times better over there.
1: Listen, it is way... I've
0: had Panda Express, like,
1: twice since I've been here. Totally different. Totally... I mean, it's just, like, different. Like, it's like... I don't know if you want to say healthy in a way, but it's just, like, you can, you can tell that our food is so processed. Like, for example, like... You know, we tear off some Panda Express and stuff like that. We'd be so, like, tired, full. Mm-hmm. Like, here, you can get Panda Express. It's just, like, you won't be as tired. You got, like, energy. You still, like, can move around a little bit. So, man, it's it's different, man. It's for sure it's very different.
0: Mm-hmm. What about that Japanese candy? Because, like, my mom went to, uh I don't remember the store's name. It was in Cincinnati. And she bought a bunch of, like can- like, international candy. Like, that's their whole store. And she brought some back, and it was good. But um, like, what's the difference between their candy and ours? Because like, I know for like the UK, it's more like creamy compared to the states. Um, you know,
1: I'm not a big candy guy. I mean, every once in a while, uh, I know they, I like their sweets. They got a great sweets like cakes and all that stuff. Uh, the candy, um, I think. I mean, the candy is good. You know, when I get like these, they call, it's like, you know, those chewy, they call like chewy things, the little chewy, chewies or something like that. They got, they got a famous for like those here. And those are really, those are really good, man. Like, um, man, you know, I think, I think uh, like me personally, I think in the States, you know, sometimes, you know, we put a little extra, you know, a little whatever, sugar ingredients. You know they. You know here probably they got two or three ingredients in the in in something, and it tastes amazing. So
0: I think um, the candies here is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And then what are the main differences between just the overall culture in, in Japan compared to over here in the states?
1: They don't like conflict here.
0: There's not a lot of conflict. You do barely
1: see a lot of fighting. They real respectful. Uh, you can tell they was raised. Raised different, you know. They they just so respectful. Don't like conflicts. You don't see a lot of crime or anything here. Um, the culture is very different. The way you know you got to walk into a gym, so you walk into a gym, or you got to take off your shoes. You know, you got to buy into the culture, stuff like that. Um, you know, it's just they just good working hard, respectful people here. And and like I said, you rarely hear conflicts, no arguing or nothing. And it's a is really solid and smooth to be here and you know for sure mm-hmm.
0: and i mean you've played all over the world what's yes. the culture what's the culture change like going from place to place and a place that you n- have never been before and suddenly you're living there yeah i mean obviously with this game
1: you know we play you get to see a lot of places a lot of things uh, obviously, you know, I was in Rio for like, you know, seven years. Um, so, I got used to the Europe, you know, the Europe way, the Europe system, and then canceled Japan. Totally different world, man. Very, very totally different world. You know, what, we 13 hours, almost a day ahead? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's different. You know, it's just a big, big difference. I mean, just by the way, you know, Japanese, you know, they carry themselves. Like I said, um, even when they party different, you know, they really – they really enjoy themselves. They really have fun, um, you know, and, you know, even in Europe too, you know, even in Europe and compared to the States, you know, you go to a party and club as on to be fights and stuff like that here. They really party, you know, they really party and uh, enjoy and have fun. So, um, you know, it it's, it's very different, especially coming to something new and then have to live, live here for 10 months and then know what I was getting myself into. You know, because in Europe, you know, I kind of got used to it. You know, okay, I'm going to Europe. Know how to live a situation is. Know how everything is. But um, you know, I got I got used to it. Um, you know, uh, my teammates got me used to it. People got me feeling comfortable here. And and you know, it's Tokyo. You know, everything's in Tokyo. So it's
0: it's it's been great and it's been a great, great experience. Mm-hmm. And like when you're back home, you're already a giant because you're what six seven. Like, when you're over there, is it even more amplified? Like, you have <laughs> power over everybody?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, okay, now, you know, obviously Europe is different. Like, you know, Europe, you got guys bigger than me or, you know, yeah. the same – like, guys my size playing the three and a two and sometimes point guard in Europe. Mm-hmm. So, you kind of balance that out. Um, here, yeah, I mean, you bigger than – bigger than most Japanese guys ain't ain't that tall. Um, you know, I – obviously other Americans imports here are tall. some are seven foot, some, you know, stuff like that. But the Japanese guys, not, I mean, you might come across a couple of Japanese guys who probably six, 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 five, but rarely, but I mean, they can ball though. I mean, one thing about the Japanese player, I mean, they very, very smart. They're very skilled and very smart and they use their skill. And then, you know, they height a lot of upper unders to get past, you know, bigger guys are trying to block everything. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like a giant compared to most of them. Mm-hmm. And how how much do you come back um, home to the states? Um, man, it all depends on how the season goes. You know, if we make it farther, like in Europe, you know, uh, you make it farther in Europe. I mean, the Europe, the Europe yeah. League early. Um, and the domestic league, you um, you know, you go to like June, you know, mid June sometimes. Um. If you obviously don't, you know, have a decent season, but don't make, like, the uh, playoffs, um, you come back. The earliest you come back is May. Uh, Here, I heard that without the COVID schedule, I heard you come back the earliest is April if you don't um, make the playoffs. But if you do, late May. So you think about it, I'm only home, what, a month and a half, maybe? Two months, you know, at that? It's a grind,
0: man. Yeah, for sure. And this summer you're coming back to do – summer league camp with a good friend of mine, Raphael Davis. Uh, so talk about how this came to be. I mean, you know,
1: reached out to my, you know, my, uh, you know, my circle is small. I reached out to the people that, you know, you know, helped me get through this process, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, basketball, Spiesville House, all that. So, um, you know, um, I reached out to them saying, I want to give back. You know, I want to do something. You know, I've been playing this game for so long and, you know, I got to start looking at building my brand and keeping it out there and just get back, come back home and, and let know, you know, Fort Wayne, you know, I still love him. Um, I want to give back. I want to do something and it's going to be something uh, special to get started. Uh, You know, Rayfield, um, I want to have other, you know, some other of my friends involved with it. It was uh, helped me out successfully in my career, Uh, you know, so um yeah, man, it's it's gonna be something excited to give back, man. It's gonna be something decided to do. Um I mean I heard one of your podcasts that um you know Rayfield mentioned Walter Jordan. We all grew up Walter Jordan. It's gotta bring that back and trying to it, it keep it going, keep it going each year. And you know, for the kids who, you know, can can get on teams, you know, for the kids that, you know, wanna hoop, you know, and you know, keep the kids out of violence,
0: especially in our neighborhood. So it's gonna be something very exciting. Mm-hmm. And did you have you kind of been keeping tabs on what Ray fell kind of building over the last several months? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'll be on social media, I see a lot of things. I like what you're doing,
1: man. I mean, it's a sport, you know, Ray's smart guy, it's a sport that he loves. You know, it, it, obviously, it didn't went the way he wanted to go, but he impacted it with his mind and what he knows about the game. And he's doing a, a heck of a job, you know, with the camps. Um, you know, with the kids, especially with the kids who, you know, want to learn the game and the kids who uh was in our position, you know,
0: who want to be successful. And he's doing really well at that. Mm-hmm. And what is it like to actually be in a position where you can actually create change in your community and go and give back? Um, It, it feels,
1: it's a blessing, man. It, it's a blessing. Cause you know, growing up wasn't easy. Um, you know, growing up it was hard. It was a grind, and it's a blessing to be in a position to do to give back. You know, um, I wish it would have started early, and you know, in my career. But you know, I was grinding still, and it was tough to me being home back and forth, short amount of time. You know, got to got place your. I had to place myself in a good position to do that, and I think right now, in my stage of my career right now, is to do that, and um, it means a lot. It means a lot to me to give back. Um, especially for those who, you know, the kids who look up to me, the fans, especially from my hometown. Um, You know, like I said, we grew up in the same position, and I just want them to teach them and let them know anything is possible. If you put your mind to it and put your work in, anything's possible in life.
0: Mm -hmm. No doubt. I mean, it's awesome to see you and Ray teaming up. Um, Obviously, I'm a big fan of Ray. I've had him on the show a few times. Uh, That's him. him and Lou Jack. Um, I mean, I went to one of their camps in in uh, Lafayette up here, okay. and and I mean, the impact he's having on on these kids is insane. I love it. So for sure, so I'm glad you got he- to put, put the work in, man. You
1: know, you got to put the work in to do that, and that's what he's doing. And you know, uh, and having guys like me on the team to you know. Uh, you know, help them out with that and continue to grow. Uh, it's, it's all about a family thing, you know. It's, it's all about putting the ones you want on that. You know, who cares about others and um, want others to be successful. So, and it's great to uh, for me and the team up and do that for the uh, for
0: the young the youth and for our city. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to go back to your to your time obviously in the Big Ten with Ohio State. Um, yeah. I mean, you guys. You guys won, what, three Big Ten championships in a row during your time there? Yeah. Yeah, Yes. Yes. Big Ten regular season and the conference tournament twice, I believe. Uh, Yes. I mean, nobody does that in the Big Ten. So just talk about, like, how you guys were able to piece those, um, I guess, those pieces together and have so much success. I mean, for I mean, it started out since
1: day one. We all came in the freshman. I think that year we had the number one freshman class. Uh, my freshman year in 2010. Um, it started at day one, man. We all wanted something. We all want obviously we all had dreams and you know, and we all wanted to act bring big ten championship to Ohio State. And, you know, with the guys that we had, we was capable of doing and the coaches that we have. I mean, obviously Coach Mada was great. You know, he it was one of those coaches who get the best out of you. You know, he, uh, you know, make you want to go out there and play as hard, not only just out there on the court, but obviously as a person and, and a man and knowing what's important. Um, man, it was a great run, those three, you know, those three Big Ten championship well, titles, man. It was a great run, um, great experience, man. One of the best moments of my life. Um, and those are the moments you got to cherish and never take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. i mean not only also we got the final four too yeah that, sure. <laughs> that was a great one too
0: <laughs> um i mean you look i mean that class was absolutely loaded you can't like solinger you and craft i mean that's, sure. that's probably the best class in ohio state history but if, if i had to guess
1: have you really yeah i mean if you compare that Greg golden class maybe uh our class we probably, we probably was i mean man we was number one in the, like that freshman year we was number one in the nation like not you know in college like we was number one so like that class was something special man like craft me jared jordan and zell smith man you know even jd weatherspoon even though he went different ways but you know jd, JD weatherspoon was very talented we all was talented man and it was a uh, it could be possibly one of the best for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you you mix that in with guys like John Diebler and William Buford. I mean, you guys were just – I hated playing you guys. <laughs> hey, we was uh, we was loaded. Great experience, guys, man. Like, John,
1: you know, Will Buford, Dave Lighty, dollars lot there at the time. Man, like, yo, we was loaded. We played – one thing, we played defense, though, too, like, we we played we played defense and we had a lot of threats on offense, man. We was we was special,
0: man. We had a lot of we had a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. And that I mean, you mentioned that Final Four run. Uh, that was your sophomore year. That was when you and Solinger were just at your peaks. Did you guys just know, like, going into like Penn State, who was probably bad at the time? You're just like, all right, we're both gonna go get twenty and ten. Man, like that run was that room was
1: special, man. Like, um, very, very special. Me and Jared that year, we was, we was unbelievable. You know, we was playing great basketball, um, at the time. Um, we never think that though. We thought every game was important. We thought every team wanted to beat us. We thought every team could beat us because they want, you know what I'm saying? We had like a target on our back that year. Um, you know, um, Jerry went down, uh, you know, for a couple of weeks and then, you know, that's when I had to step up and, and, you know, we just, we just killed, man. Like we played unbelievable that year and um, got to the final four. Obviously we came up short, but um, that run was something special for both of us. It, even Ohio state, the whole team in general, the whole organization. Um, those are the moments you got to cherish too and be like, man, we
0: got there. We was almost there you can't never take those for granted either mm-hmm. and talk about i mean obviously the nj tournament just ended last night for me early morning for you uh baylor put a whooping on gonzaga i don't know if you watched
1: yeah i seen like you know what <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i stopped watching college basketball like after like <laughs> d'angelo russell and left you know <laughs> like i'm not even gonna lie to you man like uh I heard, you know, I see highlights with Instagrams. It's kind of different with the NCAA now, though, with no fans, man. Very, very, very different. You know, like that is a different mindset for sure for kids. Like some kids is pressure, some kids is not a lot of pressure. So, like, and some kids are just like used to, hoop. it's like
0: hooping the open gym.
1: So, like, it was very different seeing no fans, man, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so for Purdue games, I get to go. Um and then cover them. And it's – I mean, you, you know Mackie. You played a Mackie. Yeah. Uh, it's sure. bananas in there. And, like, to see no fans and, like, them pumping in crowd noise, it's like – And the gloves y'all wear, like the black gloves
1: in there. Do y'all still do that? Like, smack your huh? Oh, man, like, we <laughs> – when we played Purdue, like, they used to have these gloves, like black gloves. They used to smack them. Like, you know, it's a lot of – and it'd be so loud. You know, it's a lot of fans in there. And I'm like, yo, what is they doing? It'd be like black rubber gloves <laughs> that they have.
0: They should be rocking in
1: that gym, though, for sure. Yeah, I don't – they
0: might have done away with that. I don't know. Because I, I haven't heard of it. Um, I, me- I remember. I I know
1: I remember. They used to have the little gloves. I don't know. They had some on. They used to smack their hand tight and it used to be so loud. That was like my – that was my freshman year. That was my freshman
0: year. hmm Uh, I mean, you had a lot of success against Purdue. Last time I was looking back, you went four and one and was giving us some buckets.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean,
0: you know, yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: (laughs) Purdue, yeah, we played it. It was always like a rival game, man. Like, it was like a rival game for sure. Like, and, you know, I I played pretty well. Like you said, four and one, I didn't even know that. Like that, like for real. I just was a kid out there trying to, be successful, win
0: ball games, and, and play the best I can. Mm-hmm. And you talked about Coach Mata. Um, how much success, or how much how much credit do you give him for kind of getting you guys to play together and um, allowing you guys to all buy in? I mean, he.
1: I mean, you give him. You got to give him some credit, man. Like he put a group of good guys. You know, Mata. I don't I don't remember when the last model had like a, a guy who's a you know a player who goes off the wall. You hear crazy things about he recruit good guys, man. And I give him big big credit because you gotta have players who's hungry, who wanna be successful, who's willing to work hard and, and great group, group of good guys, man. Like that's what he recruited. And I give him big props to that. You know, nobody was like in a fist a lie. We all was playing hungry and was ready to ready for war and and that's
0: what he did and I give him big ups for that mm-hmm. um so just getting back to kind of the Big Ten scope as a whole um who are some of your favorite favorite battles against both as a team and then players as well mm, battles against who obviously
1: Michigan mm-hmm. <laughs> that battle you know Ohio State and Michigan uh, battle was crazy, man. Like every year that one was so lit going there, playing at our crib. Like that battle was amazing. Player playing against, who played against a lot of players in college, man. Played against a lot of players. Um, ooh, Draymond Green I played against, uh, played against. I mean, that was great. You know, that was a great battle right there. We played in the uh, Big Ten tournament. Man, um at the four position, man, I played against a lot of guys in the Big Ten, man. And I and I killed a lot of guys too. So yeah. <laughs> like uh, man, so I can say just I think Draymond was probably one of the one big battles that we had in the big Big Ten tournament. Um, you know, just because, you know, just the player he was and you know, success he had. And um that was a great battle between me and him.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I was looking back at just kind of the league back then. You had Draymond, Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway, Cody oh. Speller, Victor Oladipo, Robbie Hummel. I mean, and I could go on and on. Offer was pretty good, too, there around that
1: time, the four position, yeah. too. So, like, we had some we had some good guys, man, like, for sure, some great players, man, in the Big t- Big Ten was always, like, it was the toughest conference, especially around – when we was there, you know, like, it was a tough conference. Like, anywhere you went was going to be – anywhere you play, it was going to be tough. Mm -hmm. Even if it was Penn State. You, like, you went to Penn State, you was going to have a game. Like, the whole Big Ten, Minnesota, like, it wasn't going to be no blowout games. You see, you know, other – you know, like, in the Big East, other conference, you see teams losing by 25, 30. In the Big Ten, it was always a close game because we was just – the Big Ten was just so physical and tough, you know, and everybody was just – was hungry, man. Everybody was like dogs there. So, like, it was very, very – it was a tough
0: conference for sure for a lot of years. hmm And uh, I have to ask, since, since you and Ray are going to be linking up this summer, in your college primes, who would win one-on-one, you against – you or him?
1: I mean <laughs> – Ray was a smart player. Uh, you know, he was, you know, he was a great defender. Um, me 101, my prime, I was, t- I mean, I'm in my prime still. Like, but <laughs> in <when laughs> college, man, like, I-, I think I'll get, I'll win that, you know. Um, obviously, Ray was a great player, great defender, but, you know, um, I have a little bit more size, you know, got post game, got to, you know, one dribble pull-up, you know, I think my size would have def- um, hurt him a little bit on that. I think I'll take that one, end, though, for sure. I think for Ray, for sure. It would be competitive one-on-one, but I think Ray, no. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to be happy hearing that. <laughs> but um... – For sure, it's the competitive ending though. Like, you know, it's all love. But that's that's what we all – you know, we all came up growing, competing, and comp- being competitive. I mean, you know, like I remember Ray beat me in, in high school. You know, we went to Southside, and he beat us there. Um, he played a heck of a game, um, you know. So, I mean, Ray was a competitor. So, it's just, um, you know, I'm just different. I'm a different guy. I'm different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to comment on that. But, uh, uh, Ray, I, during our part, I don't know how far apart you guys are in age, like two or three years. Something like that, two, maybe okay. two or three years. Um, he was talking about you guys going back to Fort Wayne and giving back to the community. And, and basically what he was saying is like, people looked up to you, like some like Greek God or something like that. And like, when you left, everyone was trying to like fill your shoes. So what? Yeah, you- <laughs> yeah man. Uh, go ahead. You can finish the question. Go ahead. Uh, question. Say like, how does that, how does that make you feel? The, to kind of hear that and know you had that impact just on the basketball side. So. I mean, that's I mean it's a blessing, man. You gotta, it's a blessing, man. Like
1: grinding, putting up those numbers as a, a high school, uh, being with third in Indiana, and and then seeing kids trying to fill my shoes, players. You, it's a blessing to put put myself in that position because that's what it's all about. It's all about those kids who look up to me and want to follow my shoes and, and be great or even better. And like I said, like, it's, a, it's such a blessing that I watch, you know, I watch kids who try to chase me, you know, chase my numbers in high school, you know, a lot of kids. Uh, and it's, it's just a great to see. I mean, that's what I wanted to put myself in a position for kids that look up to me and want want to be like me or be better, you know, and uh, it's, it's good for me to go back and then not give them the knowledge to the youth and the kids who's trying to follow my shoes, uh, and just tell them this is other steps. These are what you need to do to be successful. And hopefully, by me
0: telling them and giving them the knowledge at the game, I can help them through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really know who's in your class. That was a long time for me. I was what <laughs> ten years old when when you graduated high school. Um, but just talk about like. Yeah, you made me feel old, man. <laughs> uh, but talk about, like, I mean, obviously in 49 other states, it's just basketball. Um, the NTA tournament was played all throughout Indiana this year. Um, talk about the high school basketball scene back back in your day with, I mean, all the great players from all over the state.
1: Oh, man. My class, you know, you, you got to think about it. I had Jared Sellinger, Kyrie Irving. Uh, Brandon Knight <laughs> uh Josh Smith uh man I can go on on uh Patrick Young um Harrison Barnes Tobias Harris like man if you look at that high school class to my mind it's crazy yeah. unbelievable like unbelievable and I remember going to uh Lawrence North uh because you know we was always ranked Lewiss was never ranked. You know, you know, I got there, you know, in the nation and we went to Lawrence North playing uh, Dominique Ferguson, all of them guys uh, being on the scene. That high school basketball was was uh, something special, too, because, you know, we had one of the best, you know, classes. Mm-hmm. And um, just growing through there, grinding, uh, seeing different guys. And, you know, I, me always traveling and playing against high schoolers like Tristan Thompson, them and all of them was a great, Experience, man. So like that class right there was something special, man. Those high school high school days was something special, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't I don't really remember uh, like who all was around that class in just just in Indiana. I feel like Gary Harris was in there. Ah, uh, Gary Harris. Yeah, Gary Harris. Um, he had
1: he had. Um, What's Cody Zeller what was. It called? Was Cody
0: around?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. from yeah. yeah, yeah. Cody, you had um Derek Elson. Remember Derek Elson? Mm-hmm. I was like, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had some battles too, man. Like <laughs> went down to Tipton. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more, man. It's just you know because you know Indiana basketball was something special. I'm pretty sure there's a lot more guys that you know was uh out there who
0: was very successful, man. But it's just. It's hard to name them right now, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's – we could probably list off 50 guys. For sure. Just in Indiana. Um, but uh, before I let you go, I wanted to get back to that NCAA tournament run. I know we kind of went off into a bunch of different ways. But, but uh, just uh, talk about how special that run is, just like the high that you feel um, – Winning in the 64 round of 32. So you just seen Elide finally get to the final four and then kind of the heartbreak um when you guys came up short. Yeah, man. I mean, it was, it was a great
1: run, man. uh For the, for Ohio state. Uh, like I said, for the team, it's me personally, like that, that year, that sophomore year, I like took, like took crazy, like, Mm. um it was a blessing like I remember going into the tournament my first game had like 36 and something mm. I was remember averaging like 29 and like 10 or 11 in the tournament it was it was unbelievable personally but uh that run for us as a team was uh something special man very very something special I mean it started with you know Aaron Krabs hitting that big shot um at uh was that that year at I was no was that no that was the year after I'm sorry I'm sorry uh yeah, uh but we would crabbed in millions of big things anyway, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that year was something special uh that run um for us. Uh, you know, we came up short, played Kansas. We played him in, in the regular season without Jared. We lost by six. So we for sure knew we had him like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when Jared back. Um, like I but it was a great, it was a great run for us, man. Um, uh, because I think it was a great one, Ohio State haven't been to the Final Four in so long. It was a gr- uh, it was great, but we came up short, um, you know, but we all had to look back at the successful things we did to get there, and that's what we did. We fought and we won, and um, we never gave up,
0: and we did something special that year and got to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. And how much do you talk to to those guys that were on that team, like, like Kraft and Sully, like you mentioned? We talk. I mean, you know, I played in TBT with him. I played with in
1: TBT with him last summer, uh, and I see him in Ohio State. We always go back. Um, when we talk about it a lot, man. We we thought we would have got past Kansas. We would have played Kentucky. Mm-hmm. That would have been a great game, playing against Jared and Anthony Davis. Me and Terrence Jones going against each other. Um, you know, uh, Marcus Teague and um, you know Aaron Kraft going against each other. So. Uh, it would have been a great, great. It would have been we would have matched up with him for sure better than uh Louisville did for sure. We would have matched up better, and we always talked about it. We always talked about it. we would have just got there, you know, or you know, or if I wasn't in foul trouble the, that year, that whole year, I'd never been in foul trouble until the final four, you know, or we would have made or we would have made this shot or something would have happened crazy, but uh, you know, but um, uh, you know, we came up short,
0: mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you guys would have matched up with them well. But, sure. I mean, Andrew Davis and they were just absolutely. And they had a lot of older guys, too, that year, I believe. Yeah, they had uh, Miller right? the Miller.
1: Uh, they had Miller. There's, um, yeah. there's Miller. They had older guys. They had a, a lot of older guys. But I, I think we just matched up better than Louisville, you know, because I think Louisville was a little bit too small mm. the, at the time. Uh, Obviously, they played hard. You know, that's what. Rick Pitino, do they press, they, you know, they gamble a lot. But I think uh that height of Kentucky, you know, really, you know, uh got them past them, Louisville. But I think we would have matched up because we would we we was the same size, you know, meet Terrence Jones, similar players, uh, you know, same size, uh, Anthony Davis and Jared, you know, uh Miller and Will, you know, same height, you know, mm-hmm. I think we matched up really, really better
0: than Louisville would have. Yeah, fair enough. Um so I know you said you don't you don't watch a whole lot of college basketball you just kind of catch the scores and the highlights but yeah. uh, I'm I'm assuming you saw that Ohio State got bounced in the first round. <laughs> a lot, I mean Purdue did too so I'm not going to give them too much hate but uh what'd but what do you, what you think when you saw that? You
1: know what man like I I thought the way Ohio State was playing this year like I thought, they had a chance for sure. And watch that. Actually, I watched a little bit of that game, you know. And the shots, the two great looks. Washington had a great look at the end to tie that tie it up. He got a, he had a great look, man. Like I mean, they play hard, man. I mean, they play hard. That's that's what you wanted to do. I know it's sad, you know. you, you had dreams, kids had dreams. You wanted to make farther and farther and get to that dance. But, I mean, they play hard. I mean, it came down to two great looks, down three. So, you got to give your has to
0: that. And has to the other team that won. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, Purdue beat them twice this year and then and lost to them in the, in the conference. I was at the, the game. They played in Lucas Oil for the conference tournament. Mm-hmm. And they have like, limited amount of fans. That place was insane during that game. I don't know if you, like, saw the highlights. <laughs> it, was it was crazy? It was crazy? Yeah, you guys were up like 18 and a half or something. And Trevion came back and so we came back and tied it. and we went to overtime and you guys just blew us out in overtime. But <laughs>
1: yeah, man. Yeah. You know, that's that's special about Ohio State, though. You know, guys, we they play hard, they play their best. And you know, the Big Ten in general, man, it's just it's just that's how it is, man. Like you can be up 18 and 20. But in the big, like in the Big Ten, but you know, it's a team coming back. It's just, it's just like that, man. Guys, is Big Ten is something special, man, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: um, Yeah, I mean, Big Ten's the best, the best conference in the country by far, in my opinion. By far, for sure. I man, hands down. I know for sure when I was when we was in it, that month was like I
1: said, it was the best. I mean, people were saying it though. People were saying it like Big Ten basketball is like the best in the country for sure like for sure
0: yeah, yeah i mean it's not even really close yeah head. like big 12 not really uh acc acc i could see it just because a bit big like the big 10 is just like it's
1: just so physical man like you know what i'm saying guys really grind guys really really hoot. like you know what i'm saying it's so physical and um you know, and it's just, you, like you say, you, you rarely see blowout games in the Big Ten. You rarely see them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a grind year in and year out. But uh, um, I've, I've kept you long enough. I don't want to hold you anymore. Um, okay. but, hey, thank you so much for doing this. I'm glad we were able to work out of time. Um, I'm excited to see what you and Wright put together this summer. And um, I hope you continue your recovery with uh, – COVID-19. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much.
1: All right, man. Stay safe, man. Yep. you too. All right.
0: Bye.